0: Let's agree to disagree, Frank. Say you do want to sign up to get a $40 digital BJ's gift card. Join the new BJ's Wholesale Club, opening soon in New Albany. Visit BJ's.com slash New Albany or the BJ's Membership Center on North Hamilton Road. Limited time offer, new members only. Donica Strange-Riscano, author, speaker, and community leader, comes to you today with ReCapture, the weekly program that gives a biblical perspective on living a Christ-centered life as you walk through your recovery journey. Our focus is providing healing for the family with love, knowledge, forgiveness, and information. Hello, Sunshine. This is Donica with another week of recapture. First John 1 and 5. In him there is light and there is no darkness at all. That is why I start the broadcast with Hello Sunshine. How are you doing, Monica? Well, hello, how are you, Donica? That's that is an Amen. Amen. In him there is light and there is no no darkness darkness at all. Yes, yes. Hallelujah. Whatever is happening in this season, uh, there is the light of God that is so present and prevalent in our lives. Oh, but we have to receive him. We have to receive him. Yes, yes. Can I get a witness of the goodness of God on today? Yes, Yes. So we are going to um, talk about all things love intentional. That's our recap from last week. Yes. We really are going to do an extended recap. Sometimes... A few episodes we do. We have so much going on, so much excitement. Recap from Love Intentional is that Love Intentional is loving yourself and having a love relationship with God. And and we talked about how do we do that by having what we call a daily reflection. And when we have our daily reflection, Monica, it's not only thinking about the things I didn't do or the negative things I do. We want to focus on the positive things in our life, in our day, and also a part of having a daily reflection is, um, doing what we would say an amends or what in our support system is called an inventory mm-hmm. and, um, doing things like having an at the moment, which is an ongoing inventory. Something happens. There's no time like the present making the situation right and then having, uh, a time in your day where you're reflecting on everything that you've done. I will tell you from our last week's uh, Love Intentional Conversation, I talked about my own experiences with self-care and that I do staycations. Yes. And uh, I think I talked myself into one of those. Okay. You're getting ready for a staycation, (laughs) Monica? Yes. Yes, and you would have a lot to reflect on because last week we did talk about that. Like uh, uh, from time to time, Doing a re- periodic time of reflection, maybe every ninety days or so. You may say every one hundred and twenty days. That's, That's a very good to have a, a planned uh, time of that quarterly or so forth. Yes, you know uh, your a own quarterly. personal quarterly retreat. Yes. So um, our big birthday is coming up, and yes. we had been looking at locations for that possibly. We have. <laughs> <laughs> We have <laughs> okay, uh, possibly that hotel Zaza, and so oh, if we, yes. if we, we have an that. event or not, maybe I'm gonna be going into the museum uh, district for my uh, my staycation rather than my own stomach, my old stomping ground, the Willens Resort. So we'll see. They are not we'll, a sponsor. <laughs> they are not a sponsor, nor is so, the hotel Zaza. <laughs> yes, having yes, having a time, uh, periodic reflection. Reflecting on the things that you've done in the last 90 or 120 days and what you plan moving forward. I would like to put a plug in for the goal setting. I know we're doing a recapture or recap for Love Intentional, but since uh, we're coming up on the middle of February already... The year's going by quickly already. Yes. So just want to put a, a plug in there for your goal setting. Um, at the end of March will be the end of the first quarter. Yes. So we're halfway through the first quarter. Yes. And so I'm giving you a plug and myself a plug yes. to get back into the to those things you were looking to do in 2022, um, looking to do in the first quarter. So time has quickly moved forward. Uh, we want to do a recap on that goal setting piece. So, yeah. Um, already 6 weeks or whatever it is so just kind of regroup yourself uh so that you can finish your quarter strong and stay on track. Thank you for that reminder Monica. And another thing we talked about for love intentional. I kind of gave you guys everything that I did with my loves uh this week uh for that holiday for Valentine's Week. I want to say of all and, that and love, your love intentional for your sister, you gave your sister roses. On the radio. On the radio. Yes. Oh, thank you so yes, much. Yes, I did. And For love intentional, my one caveat is I'm going to put in is showing love for someone without expecting anything in return. Because I will tell you, for Valentine's Day, I got crickets. And that means um, I was like, okay, it's 830 at night, no Valentine. And, And I said, no one said happy Valentine's Day. And twin, you said happy Valentine's Day with a big smile on your face. We were working because that's what we do. We were still working for Valentine's Day because we work for an international beauty brand. And we were making uh, beautiful baskets. And we were still out and about uh, sharing love with people in our community. And you gave me that big smile of happy Valentine's Day. When you are love intentional, go to our website, www.recapturemedia.net. Um, Read, listen to that broadcast because there are some tips We hear a lot about random acts of kindness. Mm -hmm. And this season I'm saying, no, be love intentional, have intentional acts of showing love. And we gave a few examples on the last week's podcast of some things that you can do to be intentional in your love. But I would say for my own lesson, because I was thinking on my social media, On my social media, a lot of people were lamenting they're not going to have a Valentine and things of that nature. In my own heart, I was feeling like, good grief. But I did experience that for myself. And God gave me a different kind of empathy for that. So when you're showing love for other people, don't always expect that it's going to be reciprocated. Now, my teenage son, he had a Happy Meal that night, Mm. and he gave me his toy. And he said... (laughs) Love you. That's how he says they say love you. And so I'm going to put that in his keepsake box because he, he gave me that gift. You know what I would say to you? Uh, love intentional is uh, self-love, too. So uh, all yes. these years, since I'm uh, my own Galentine, I always celebrate myself big. And so it's okay as a mom, a wife, a sister, a radio host. Yes. A nonprofit leader. Yes. Thank uh, you, to celebrate man. yourself. Okay. And so, be intentional in your own flowers, candy, song, whatever, so that you can uh, love yourself intentionally. And wrapping up our uh, this part of our recap, we have to move it along. We talked about five love languages and um, acts of service, receiving gifts, quality times, uh, physical touch, and words of affirmation to so get the full uh, information of. What we talked about, love intentional. Like I said, go to our website, www.recapturemedia.net. Listen to the last week podcast. But beyond that, while you're there, donate to support what we're doing in the community. I do want to talk about the two things, or it's something that we, we talked about Valentine's Day. Last week was celebrate your Super Bowl sober. Celebrate your Super Bowl sober. Thank you to Mike and Angie C. Graves at the Humble First CR. We had an opportunity to celebrate your Super Bowl sober in person. I had a chance to share the story of the Patricia and Strange Diamond celebration and celebrate your Super Bowl sober in our community. That's we, a blessing. We also delivered sober Super Bowl packets. We were on social media. People were sharing our posts. This is such a wonderful idea. What we say is this is a message. Celebrate your Super Bowl sober for those in the community that need it. So, yes, we are in community. Thank you guys who supported my donation, likes, or shares. But I, what I will say is that there was a lot of conversation mm-hmm. about the Super Bowl halftime show. Mm-hmm. And whether you turned it off or liked the music or not, Mary J. Blige was a mm-hmm. performer and Eminem. And Mr. Eminem. Has been sober since 2008 and Mary J. Blige since 2000, I think 2010 or 2012. Mm-hmm. So guess what? Recovery was on display on the main stage. That's awesome. Too, at man. the Super Bowl halftime show. So that That's is awesome. that was uh, a full circle moment. Right. And right. it just really speaks to what recovery does in somebody's life. These are great, talented artists. Well known, but can you imagine if they had not taken their journey through recovery? So, um, celebrating recovery on the main stage and recovery at the Super Bowl, and um, God blessing to them in their recovery journey. Yes, God bless them on their recovery journey. On um, today, we want to talk about something we've been talking about—love—and we, and that, having love is also about having relationships and conversations. And one of my loves had an experience uh, with what I would say, I'm gonna say the word, bullying at school. Bullying, yes. Yes, and my and my love was talking to me about it and telling me what happened. They had a February break. Spring break is in March, but they had a February break in the school district that we have. He was on break and he talked to me about it. I said, okay, when school returns I'm gonna go, I will go to the school and talk to them. Mm-hmm. And he said, no mom, I already made a report online. And I said, okay. And this week came along, and he said, nothing happened. They didn't do anything. He was sad about it. I won't talk about it a lot. Uh, You know, it's still being investigated at that that point we were Mm -hmm. talking. And I went to my social media page, and I said, hey, I don't know what to do about this. They haven't given me an answer. And I want to tell you, some people, they were all supporting me with their... Comments. So thank you, Nicole and Lanisha and Walter and Tina and Leslie and Curly for your encouragement and your support. But Miss Paula R. She said something very important, and I want to share it with you. Uh, what she said. She said. She said, "Don't wait on the school." Because I said I'm getting angry. She said, "Don't wait on the school. Don't get angry. Teach your child that the poison comes in many forms, even out of the mouths of other children. He is strong and courageous." And need not fear, for wherever he goes, God is near. Even in his mouth he shall speak, and the wind, and even it will obey him. God wants to challenge every parent through this process and teach our young and old that they are made in God's image. And no matter what someone else says, it is truly what they believe that matters. She says, she goes on to say, I'm so sorry that this happened, but God did not bring you to it if he never intended to see you through it. She says, peace, love, praise, and gratitude for better days ahead. And I thought, wow, that's so beautiful. What she spoke of is what we're going to be talking about today, bullying and being a parent, being able to encourage my son. If you're experiencing some type of relationship difficulty in this area with your kid, take the advice of the powerful Beautiful advice of Miss Paula R. And I so, would say about Miss Paula R.'s comment is that how are we, since we're talking about bullying uh, today, and we're really staying in the month of love and in the month of the conversation of love, that teaching our children that we are made in the image and likeness of God, mm. and that God loved us. The Scripture said that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. And so that love of God is reflected in us, that we are his image and his likeness. And to teach our young people that despite what's happening on campus, that you are loved and you are made in the image of God. And God Amen. has a special plan for you in how as parents, or in my case, aunties, Uh, neighbors, community, that we can help our young people to know that they are in the image and likeness of God and that he created them unique and exactly who they are. I want to talk a little bit by definition of what bullying is uh, for parents, for communities, for lay leaders, for pastors, ministers, family, and friends. So you'll know uh, by definition of what bullying is. And this is a definition from the CDC. Bullying is a form of uh, youth violence and it's a form of an adverse childhood experience uh, in the clinical realm. And ACE is a, a significant childhood trauma that may occur. Now, all of us, you know, we're in a different generation um, experiencing, you know, air quote, the bully. But bullying is so different nowadays uh, because you can be bullied online. You can be bullied and it gets shared. Um so it's a different form of bullying. But in, according to the CDC, they define bullying as an unwanted aggressive uh, behavior by another youth or even a group of youth. Um, it's not your sibling. Now, this is the CDC definition and because some of those other areas, if we say it's not a sibling, it's because that's another form of an emotional issue. So bullying is it's by a group of youth or a youth. It's not your si- sibling. It's not your dating partner because that's intimate partner violence. Mm-hmm. So it involves or an observed perceived power of imbalance. It's repeated. Uh oh, it's repeated or highly likely to be repeated. Bullying may inflict harm or distress on the targeted youth, including physical, uh, psychological, social, or educational harm. So that's what bully- bullying is. Bullying is an unwanted aggressive behavior by a youth or group of youth. And so we already know what that is in real life, but that's the definition. According to the CDC, uh, bullying could be physical, could be verbal, it could be social, and it could provide um, damage to the property of the other victims, such as, you know, knocking their books down or damaging their iPad, damaging their phone, those kind of things. That's a form of bullying. Um, it can occur through technology. We talked about that a little bit. Um, that is cyber bullying. Yes, yeah, cyberbullying, And that is so visible uh, for the young people because that one incident that could happen in uh, the hallway, now it's going to be shared or that person could actually be bullying that person in a live event, so forth. And so that young person um, who's the victim or perpetrator, they're doing it in an electronic um, forum. Mm-hmm. So what I read Monica is that it said 1 in 5 um persons in high school was affected by bullying on campus and also 1 in 6 high school students were affected by cyberbullying. So it is uh, uh something that really needs to be addressed it's still and that and that statistic said last year this is not far removed right. years ago. This is still something That is going on and uh, reading the information about bullying. What I thought was important is that it says unwanted because sometimes kids horseplay Mm
1: -hmm. and
0: they may even say things. And in my house, there's a word that's a really big deal. It says that's inappropriate. I tell my children that's inappropriate. That language is inappropriate. I'm having conversations with my son. And what I also want to know is that other parents are having the same kind of community and conversations with their children. In my uh, situation that I experienced, the parent uh, kind of reached out to me and said it was being corrected in her home. So I was, even though the reason I was lamenting on my social media page and getting advice, what should I do, it's been several days and they haven't responded. And I will... I will say that I'm going to give them credit. They said they're investigating, and uh, the principal was responsive and everything. But I was like, you know, my child is feeling some kind of way. But even beyond the school, beyond before the school intervened, mm-hmm. the parent reached out to me and said they're correcting it. So I was appreciative for that at least. Well, that that's the part of that love conversation. That's the part of love conversation, you know, don't personally know this person or anything, but that's a part of that love conversation, that community love, that parental love, that you see something within your own child and you're going to correct it. And that's why, even though we're talking about bullying uh, today as the topic, um, if you love your community, love your children, uh, love your school, then how can we help to provide an environment of safe place for other students? And that's exactly what that mother did. She's, she was correcting it in her own home. And then there's an opportunity for you as a parent uh, to correct it in your child to let them see their own self-love and let them make sure they're not doing the same thing to somebody else. Right. That That is, I think that's so true. The part of making sure that this felt uncomfortable for you. And I just want to encourage you to make sure you're not doing that uh, in someone else's life. Um, so, it also talked about the problem of bullying. What would you like to add to that, Monica? Just wanted to say that uh, 14% of public schools reporting uh, that bullying is a discipline problem occurring every day. So it's not an isolated situation. You would think we're in the middle of the pandemic and there's so many things going on. Of course, because we are in a pandemic and there's less, uh, less football games, less basketball games, less opportunities for social activity that, young people are having uh, really increased emotional situations. And those can come out in behavior that's not even true to your child. And that comes out in the form of bullying. Um, Bullying occurs at the highest in the middle school environment, uh, with 28% of bullying reported coming from um, middle schools and then 16% from um, high schools and 12%... um, Overall. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Overall. Mm-hmm. And it, it also talks about uh, cyber bullying. Uh, this information <clears throat> is from the c- CDC, and it says in cyberbullying for middle schools it has a 33% reporting rate and 30% for high school. So combined for schools in itself, 20%. So I would say it takes a brave student to reach out to their parents or reach out to the school or a teacher uh one thing I do want to tell you that you know who who do we who do we talk to when a child is experiencing I uh, want to say this though in terms okay. of the love component we did realize in uh in our own family that if you listen to the kids when they're in their chats they're really out a little bit for lack of a better say, out of control or inappropriate to your word. And so we knew some parents who historically at a certain time, it's 9 o'clock, give me your electronics. And then this parent told me that over time she didn't even have to ask her young men for their electronics. Uh, It's 9 o'clock, they already knew to go put their phones on on that computer desk, and that's that no more computer for them no more cell phones for them they were getting older their father was like hey they're getting older now you don't have to do that um so that's what we could do as parents like learning about what your kids are talking about um paying attention to their electronics uh giving a certain time for screen time okay it's eight o'clock give me your phone and then they'll put them in less opportunity to be in this environment, this dialogue, this conversation of what young people are doing online to themselves and to other people. That's, as you say, inappropriate. Yes, very good information in terms of uh, bullying and what we can do. It says reach out to a teacher, a counselor, a principal. Um, if in the event, if there a crime has been committed, call 911. And uh, I do want to pause and give this bit of information. If someone is feeling hopeless or helpless of thinking of self-harm, to call 1-800-273-TALK. That is the suicide prevention number. It's called uh, the Lifeline. So 1-800-273-TALK. There's also a number for Spanish-speaking audience, 888-628-9454. And for those that are hard of hearing, 1-800-799-4889. 1-800-799-4889. So that is what we can say. And as we wind down our conversation, let's just end it on how we can prevent bullying. Yeah. So one of the things that we talked about on the CDC uh, website or information from the CDC is that uh, bullying is preventable. And so there are many ways that you can increase or decrease uh, the risk of Uh, perpetuating or experiencing bullying to prevent bullying, you have to understand what's happening with bullying. Number one, you have to understand what is happening with bullying. And what we've come to know is that sometimes uh, different types of bullying really is linked to other forms of violence or other forms of risk uh, within that individual student or child's life. They have other emotional things going on. And so if the counselors, schools, educators, community understand that there's other uh, root causes and can help uh, in this environment minister to the child who is the bully. We can help get to the root cause of it. Um, That's number one, help getting to the root cause of the bullying. I think that's a great place to end our conversation this way. Uh, I know that parents, practitioners, counselors, those in the community are on the front line and helping our students, and I think that's the uh, most important thing—that being engaged with our with our loves. And I want to just give the tip for the journey on today, which is what Miss Paula said. She said, um, "God did not bring you to it if he never intended to see you through it." So I'm talking to you on today and our listening audience to so have peace, love, praise. For a better days are ahead. I'm Donica. I'm Monica. Thank you for joining. Thank you for joining us on this week's broadcast. My prayer is that you continue to grow, find peace, forgiveness, knowledge, and information. To learn more or connect with us, visit our website at the PSDiamondCelebration.com. Until next time.